the abundance mindset for me is this ability to understand that there is always enough. And in fact, not just always enough, more than enough. So we never have a lack. I think lack is at the heart of everything evil in this world. Lack is at the heart of people who would abuse other people because they feel like they aren't going to get and the only way that they can get potentially is by abusing someone. Lack is at the heart of stealing. Lack is at the heart of miserliness. Lack is at the heart of so much. And so I feel like in my life, I like to go to war against lack. This is episode number 44 with Kimberly Melusis. Welcome to the Mindset Horizon podcast. My name is Tibor Nagy, mindset and performance coach and the founder of Mindset Horizon. The mission of this weekly show is to reveal the disruptive mindset of purpose-driven entrepreneurs, high performers, visionaries, and change makers, so you can transform your mindset, realize your full potential, and execute on your dreams. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Now let's get started. What is up, Mindset Nation? Welcome back to the Mindset Horizon podcast. I'm excited to announce that today's episode is brought to you by Podcasters Paradise. As a mission and impact-driven entrepreneur, thought leader, visionary, and change maker, have you ever thought of increasing your online visibility, building credibility, and scaling your impact and business by starting your own podcast? If you answer this question with hell yeah, now, this is your chance. According to Edison Research in the US, podcasting is one of the fastest growing medium. Since I started podcasting, I knew I needed to invest in myself, learn more about podcasting, and surround myself with the best minds in the podcasting industry. This is how I became part of the number one online community for podcasters called Podcasters Paradise, created by John Lee Dumas, founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire, one of the most successful top-ranked and award-winning podcasts. So if you're ready to start your own podcast, build credibility, and scale your impact and business, I highly recommend checking out Podcasters Paradise at MindsetHorizon.com forward slash paradise. That's again MindsetHorizon.com forward slash paradise. You can also find the links on our show notes page at mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast. If you have any questions after checking out the Podcasters Paradise page or you want to know more about my incredibly positive experiences with Podcasters Paradise, shoot me an email at tibor at mindsethorizon.com or DM me on Instagram at tibor.mindsethorizon. I'm very much looking forward to hearing from you and so without further ado, Let's dive into today's episode. My guest today is Kimberly Melusis, and in today's episode, Kimberly and I talk about many interesting topics, such as Kimberly's incredible entrepreneurial journey of how she overcame fear and transitioned from being a CPA tech specialist to becoming an essential oil expert and presidential diamond leader at Terra. We dive deeper into transformational topics such as how to cultivate an abundance mindset and create abundance in different areas of life. We also talk about limiting beliefs about money and the most common issues that hold people back from living an abundant life and what to do about it. We also talk about Kimberly's amazing course, 
life more abundantly, how to cultivate an abundance mindset, and break limiting beliefs across 10 key areas in life. On top of all of that, our listeners can take 20% off the course with the discount code Mindset Horizon and Mindset Horizon in one word. For more information, please visit the episode's show notes page at mindsethorizon.com forward slash 44. That's again mindsethorizon.com forward slash 44. And now a couple of words about today's guest. So Kimberly Melusis is a CPA tax specialist turned natural health entrepreneur and abundance coach who runs a successful multinational natural health company. If you told her five years ago that she would be as healthy, happy, and wealthy as she is now, she would never have believed you. She's not unusually special or naturally gifted in any way. She grew up dirt poor in a broken family and was moved from foster home to foster home. She never had anyone teach her anything positive about money or mindset, and yet God has blessed her with this transformative teaching of abundance. She's not saying this for sympathy, this is just to show you that if she can cultivate an abundance mindset and experience God's blessing of wealth in her life, you can too. Right now, she's the CEO of her own company, doing millions of dollars in sales across more than 30 countries worldwide. And best of all, her business shares healing through natural means to countless families around the globe. When you create abundance in your life, it overflows to everyone you come in contact with. And so Mindset Nation, without any further ado, let's welcome today's incredible guest. Hi, Kimberly, and welcome to the Mindset Horizon podcast. Thank you. It's great to be here. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really, really appreciate it. And I'm super excited to dive into um, very exciting topics. And so you're a natural health entrepreneur and a Christian abundance coach focused on empowering women to renew their mind, their body, and their business. And you're also a full-time mom and you love swimming at the spa, organic gardening, and your community of moms. And so, yeah, that's incredible. And I want to start this conversation with with your journey because I looked at your website and um, I read your story. And yeah, I just must confess, it's a huge inspiration to me. I love these stories and I want the listeners to listen to your story as well. So why don't you just, yeah, talk to us a little bit more about your transitioning from being a CPA tech specialist and then starting your own thing and we could dive deeper there. Well, yeah, thank you. Uh, you know, whenever I tell people that I had was a CPA tax specialist in my former life, they kind of look at me with open eyes because what I do now seems to have no connection whatsoever to the fact that I have a master's degree in accounting yeah. specializing in tax. But I believe that, you know, our journeys are always preparing us for the next stage. And, you know, I was in corporate tax. I was a senior corporate tax manager at PricewaterhouseCoopers, 20 years mm. of tax experience. So I, I loved what I did. It's not that I didn't, believe it or not, I know it's kind of sick that I love tax, but I did, <laughs> I really did enjoy the yeah. you know mental stimulation. I enjoyed working with people, but I always felt like I had more you know, that there was more. And I always felt like life was on the other side of the window. So I was sitting in my beautiful window office, you know, everything you could want from a job perspective, six figure income, you know, all of that. But life wow. to me was on the other side. 
And I just couldn't help but feeling like I was missing something. And so, you know, it was a very unusual transition that we made because I didn't actually leave my job to go into anything. I just knew that I was meant to leave. And I remember on that day when I left on that last day of work, I wrote a poem on my whiteboard of my office. And it was the poem, The Road Less Traveled. And of course, that poem, if you know it, it ends with, you know, there two roads diverged in a yellow wood, and I took the one less traveled by. And that mm. has made all the difference. And that was the beginning of an uncertain journey into my future. And initially, I thought, well, I'm meant to write a book. So I started on that path, only to find out that I was pregnant. <laughs> so now <laughs> I was in this strange situation. My kids are 27, 23, 20, and eight. So we got a big surprise being pregnant again. But then we thought, okay, <laughs> well, we don't want to go back to where we were. What can we do? Well, we're going to do house flipping. So mm. we sold our house to get out of debt and we put everything we had into buying another house that we eventually had to live in. And as I like to say, when you're living in the house that you're flipping, it's not just the house that's flipping. You're flipping a little too. And so we we were very uncomfortable, very unimpressed with the, the situation. And so when I actually was presented with what I am now doing, I was not looking for this at all. So I, I had been on my own natural health journey. So when somebody told me about essential oils, my ears perked up because I felt like it was the missing piece in my repertoire of natural health remedies. So I was interested from a product perspective, but I told the person who um, kind of sold to me, you know, I knew it was a direct sales company. And I said, don't put me on a mailing list and don't talk to me about the business. I'm not interested. (laughs) I've had to eat humble pie since then, but um, that was the beginning of my journey. And I just couldn't help but be fascinated by what I was learning. And the more I was fascinated by what I was learning about the oils, the more I was talking about it. And then the more I was actually interested in the business. So that's what's carried me to where I am now. And so now I'm a Canadian founder and a presidential diamond leader with doTERRA essential oils. Wow, that's that's really, really fascinating. And thank you so much for sharing your story. I think it's really inspirational in the sense that, you know, I think a lot of people might feel the same. So they feel that there's something more Hmm. out there. You know, um, I think you said it like you were meant to live for so much more. I think that was the sentence that you had on your website and you couldn't help but feel that you had sold your soul. Mm -hmm. And then you decided to move forward, uh, take the leap. And I shared it a couple of times on the podcast, but I used to work as an architect. So I had this huge transitioning from that field. I would say it's it's similar because from CPA techs to <laughs> becoming, yeah, an essential oil expert and getting into multi-level marketing, it's like people might think, are you crazy? But yeah. And so I think, you know, as you were talking about this, you were courageous. And so I just wanted to ask you about this, like, what would you suggest to those people who are just thinking about starting something on their own and they might not have a plan, they just have this desire and they want to quit or start something new? So what would you tell those people? Yeah, I understand. You know, it's 
it's not an easy journey. It's definitely a worthwhile one. But here's the thing. Every every one of us, no matter what situation we is, we're in, we have these, these hopes, these dreams, these desires, which lie outside of our comfort zone. So if we can imagine our comfort zone being like a little box that we're in, anything within the box we are willing to do and it's easier to do and you know it might be difficult at times but it's within our comfort but the really really big things the dreams the 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 big visions we see for ourselves they're often on the outside of that and what happens when we get close to that edge of the box is we get triggered with a fear reaction and that fear reaction is going to make us uh, do one of two things it's going to make us retreat we're going to flee it's going to make us freeze we can't go further or we have to make the choice to fight. And fight mm-hmm. means not necessarily fighting in the physical sense, but fighting against that fear and and saying to the fear, you know, thank you for your warning, step aside because the place where I need to go is outside and I need to go to that place. And so we you know we can honor that fear reaction because it's just trying to keep us safe, but we need to move outside of that. Now, I would say though that you want to move with wisdom, right? Even yeah. when I say that I, I quit my job and I went into nothingness, there I still had a plan. Like it wasn't a very well thought out one and it clearly didn't turn out the way I expected, but I had a plan and we had savings. So, you know, I wouldn't say to to make unwise decisions, but within wisdom, you are gonna have to come up against that fear and that wall of fear and still choose to move forward. Yeah, that's amazing. And uh I couldn't agree more because I think that fear is something that holds a lot of people back or they are not aware that this fear is holding them back, which is our brain is really trying to keep us safe because that's the number one priority of the brain, right? This survival and feeling secure and all these things. So yeah, thank you so much for sharing all these things. And and would you talk to us a little bit more about what you do today? So yeah, so you, you reach that level, presidential diamond level. And so you work with teams. So so what do you do? What are some of your focuses right now? That's a great question. So I, I call my company Empowered Living because I look at everything I do as being able to empower people at different stages and in different ways. So you know, with a customer base of, you know, 70 some thousand people, I, I empower my customers. And I do that by educating them about how to use essential oils and other natural products to support themselves in even in the worst of circumstances. Um, and everyday, you know, things that will come up, I want them to always have on hand and for them to feel equipped and empowered to deal with what comes at them from a physical mental or emotional health perspective. So that's one area of empowerment. The second area of empowerment is to empower my team members. Um, I'm a really big believer that I am most successful as a leader when I can raise up leaders even more powerful and more empowered than I am. And so my goal is to invest everything that I have and all of the best of what I have and offer it to my team. I create systems for them to help them to Mm -hmm. succeed and to become what they want to become so that they can get to where they want to get to. Mm -hmm. And the third area of empowerment is just more of a life empowerment. And so that's where I created my Life More Abundantly course to help people to realize that abundant living is accessible for them, but it requires steps. It requires taking some action. 
And so the Life More Abundantly course was created for everybody, customers, team members, everybody who wants to access that to help them to feel empowered in their everyday life. Wow. Thank you so much for sharing. And we will definitely dive into that course and abundance. That's so exciting. I was just wondering if you were willing to share a little bit more about multi-level marketing from a business point of view, like if some of the listeners might be wondering or might be interested in trying something similar out. So what would you, what information would you give them? Yeah, first of all, I would want to address the elephant in the room that's all, almost always there, which is like, you know, MLM, bad thing, you know. And so I want to say for as, a, as a first start that I understand if people have a natural reaction against multi-level marketing or direct sales, because that's where I was. And I want to be honoring and respectful of you know people who may feel that way. And Part of the reason why people feel that way is because, number one, they've heard some stuff which probably isn't all that true, and Mm -hmm. they may have experienced some stuff which actually is true, which has given the whole model a bad name. So let me address what it is, first of all, uh, and what it isn't. So what is multi-level marketing or direct sales? Well, I like the term direct sales because in when we look at a normal model of of sales, you know, you go to the store and you buy a product. If you look Mm -hmm. at how that product was put on the market, it was, you know, originally manufactured, potentially in another country. And then it would have been sold to an exporter who would then sell it to an importer in your country who would then sell it to a wholesaler and then another wholesaler, and then, Mm. you know, retailer, and maybe even another level of retail. So it gets into the hands of you after passing through the hands of many, many levels in between. And each person along the way has to make an income. They have to increase the price and um, mm-hmm. and the price can increase quite substantially depending on the product. When we're talking about direct sales, we're talking about getting the product directly from the manufacturer into the hands of the customer. And so we eliminate all of those levels in between. We eliminate all the advertising budget And we put the money that would otherwise go into those things into the hands of everyday people like you and me and enabling us to create income from home to feed our families. And so that's the model. And it's a beautiful model. It's an empowering model. Um, Some of the richest people of the world would say that this is like the perfect business model. But it's Mm -hmm. got a bad name in the past because people have used it inappropriately. And, you know, that's that's, uh, never a good thing. But I always say... Just because a vehicle has been used the wrong way doesn't make the vehicle no. bad. And a great example of that would be 9-11. You know, at 9-11, somebody took this incredible creation called an airplane, which is meant to help, you know, millions of people get somewhere, and they use it in a bad way. And so we don't want to fault the vehicle for the fact that some people may have used it in a bad way. That makes sense? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And thank you so much for sharing this information. I think it's really useful So I know that in one of your podcasts, you talked about this and, you know, my understanding and I've been approached in my life by uh, people who were working um, in such businesses. So my understanding was this pyramid concept, which is, yeah, which is, which is not that maybe a couple of words about that system so that people know that this is something different that we talk about. Yeah. a, A pyramid scheme is rightly looked down upon because it's actually number one, illegal in most countries. Um, And what happens in a pyramid scheme is that money changes hands to purchase a business opportunity. And 
um, and no product is changing hands. And often what will happen is you'll get some amount of money from the business opportunity to kind of keep you happy. And you think, oh, look, I invested, you know, 5,000 and I've already got a hundred dollars and it's only been a month, you know? Um, but yeah. then you, but then you never see the rest of the money because literally the people at the top are the ones who get rich and they run away with the money. So that is not what we're talking about here. We are talking about a valid business um, where there is product changing hands, where you are, you know, empowering and educating people. And so it's quite, quite different. Yeah. And I really like uh, that you mentioned that you create these teams and you teach them and educate them how to do this. And that's really, really um, great. Like a lot of support sounds, sounds like a lot of support to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a huge part of what I do. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And so I wanted to dive into abundance mindset. Mm-hmm. which is which is really really interesting and I wanted to start with this question um like what does abundance means to you how did you how do you approach this topic in general so abundance um I have to say I I like to distinguish between abundance in general and an abundance mindset right I believe absolutely that we need an abundance mindset in order to walk in abundance but I believe also that abundance is more than just a mindset. And that's why in my course, I actually have kind of like a 10 part series and only one part of those 10 is, is mindset. But um, the abundance mindset for me is this ability to understand that there is always enough. And in fact, not just always enough, more than enough. So we never have a lack. I think lack is at the heart of everything evil in this world. Lack is at the heart of people who would abuse other people because they feel like they aren't going to get and the only way that they can get potentially is by abusing someone. Lack is at the heart of stealing. Lack is at the heart of, you know, miserliness. Mm-hmm. Lack is at the heart of so much. And so I feel like in my life I like to go to war against lack and the lack mindset. Because really, we're always meant to walk into a place of abundance where there's more than enough. Wow, that's really, really interesting. And I was just wondering when it comes to, for example, you know, pain points, like what are some of those things that people struggle with when it comes to, you know, cultivating this abundance mindset? Uh, I mean, or abundance in general, because mindset is just one part in your core. So what are some of the things that hold people back, so to speak? Yeah, I would say that it it's really coming from a place of disconnection, right? So mm. first of all, disconnection with themselves. Um, they have, you know, maybe turned on themselves, like even a, a lot of what we call autoimmune disorders, it literally means your body is turning on itself. Um, and that is where you've become disconnected with yourself, with your with your mind, with your emotions, with your body. So disconnection with self is one way that we create lack um, if we're disconnected from our body in the sense that we don't understand how to serve it with our food choices and with our exercise choices how we move our body then that disconnection will feed into a state of lack as we get reconnected to our bodies and to ourselves as we're understanding where we are emotionally where we are physically what our body needs for support we create greater sense of abundance Then, of course, there's disconnection with others. You know, when we're disconnected with others because we're struggling with rejection, we're struggling with um, unforgiveness, we're struggling with all of those things which would create a distance in relationship, at those points, that's where lack is created in a relationship uh, 
standpoint. So there's that. And then, of course, uh, because I'm a Christian, I come from the perspective of people are also disconnected from God. And so mm-hmm. once they're reconnected to God, then they feel the abundance um, emotionally, wow. physically, and spiritually. Wow. That's amazing. Actually, uh, I wanted to dive a little bit deeper there because so in your course, Life More Abundantly, How to Cultivate an Abundance Mindset and Break Limiting Beliefs Across 10 Key Areas in Life, you talk about uh, many different areas and you mention that abundance mindset is just one area. Many entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs might be struggling with this financial or or money part, like uh, they might have limiting beliefs about money, money doesn't grow on trees, money is evil. And so how can they just, you know, shift their mindset in order to have this abundance mindset instead? Or what are some of your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's huge. You know, part of Part of what we do in the course is we try to help people to um, re- mm. reconnect with their relationship with money. What I find that happens is people have these limiting beliefs in the area of money. So instead of money being something that is a tool that can be used to bless and to you know enhance and to grow um, and really contribute to the world. Like uh, there's a, a proverb that says, when the righteous prosper, the city rejoices. And that's how we are meant to look at money, that it's a tool that is used to create abundance and to create blessing for the world. But what's happened is because people have made judgments potentially against rich people, like rich people are you know, selfish or rich people yeah. or whatever. And because they've made judgments against, you know, people who have money, they then create the so- sowing and reaping result of then them being unable to have money or keep money and steward the money that, you know, really is meant to be placed in their hands. And so part of what I like to do is help people to break off the judgments that they've made against other people who have money. And then to work through some of the limiting beliefs that they have regarding money, like like money is, like you said, the root of all evil. That's actually nowhere in the Bible. It doesn't even say that. It says something quite different. It says the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. And when you actually look at what's talked about there, it's not money that's the issue. It's the heart and the attitude toward money that's the issue. It's it's the hanging on like a tight fist when you should be giving. You know, it's the mm-hmm. refusal yeah. to steward well what you've been given. It's the greed and the and this the desire to have money so much that you're willing to sell your soul, so to speak, or to sell out other people. You know, that's the issue. When you can get to the place where you recognize that money itself is just a tool and that money you know, will magnify what's already inside of person. So if you've got mm-hmm. great things stored within you, you put money in the hands of that person, even greater things are going to be resulting. But if you have, you know, twisted things inside of you, when you put money in the hands of that person, there's going to be a lot of twisting on a bigger scale. Do you know what I mean? So it's really just yeah. a magnifier and helping people to reconcile their relationship and reconnect with their relationship with money is a big part of the course. Wow. So many great insights. You know, I, I really love this, what you said about magnifying who you are mm-hmm. or amplifying 
I always tend or try to think about money in that way. And in that, in that sense, I know that, you know, money is a source for me to support and empower others, right? So mm-hmm. let's say I want to create a team, then it is, you know, it makes it possible. So that's, that's, a, that's a huge, huge shift. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it amplifies. Um, so if you're a good person, you know, it's like 10x, 100x. And I was just wondering, when you were going through your journey, like as an entrepreneur, did you need to work on your, specifically now your money mindset? Like, were you working on that? Or, you know, was it something that came to you naturally? Or how was this journey with it? Oh, that was a big part of the journey is having to heal my Mm. relationship with money. Because I came from a background which was a weird combination, you know, so on the one side, I had a mother who was a single mother. And she was, because she was a single mother, always concerned about money. So, you know, all of our gifts were from garage sales. Um, For for a lot of it, everything was, you know, money, I, I got all the really wrong beliefs about money from her in the sense that she would say, you know, this person has more money than brains. If, if she would see that somebody bought something that cost money, yeah, um, yeah. you know, she would make all of these judgments. And so she had this kind of miserliness about her. And I, I understand that, that she was just trying to, you know, do her best, but it, it did kind of manifest in a very unhealthy way. Mm. And then on the other side, I had my father who did not live with us, who was involved in let's just say any number of illegal activities. And for him, money was flowing very freely. And (laughs) so from him, I had this distorted view of money because I knew that the source of his money was illegal and immoral. Mm -hmm. I knew that I, I got the idea from him that having money and enjoying money and the benefits of money was, was kind of dirty, you know? So I had a lot to work through. Um, and, and, you know, I'm, just even when I first started getting money, feeling guilty about the amount of income that was coming to me and finding ways of, of giving it away <laughs> until, <laughs> until I started realizing that that was a, that was a really, really um, miserable idea because what I was doing was neglecting to steward what had been put in my hands and instead giving it over to somebody else. And I had to learn how to steward what mm. was given to me. Yeah, Wow. Thank you so much for sharing. I, I really appreciate you sharing this. And we are blessed that someone like you created this course. Like it's amazing because you can share all these experiences with people. And so in the course, you talk about this as well. And there are many other areas. So physical health, emotional health, financial health, and spiritual health. So what are some of the key thoughts if someone decides to enroll in the course What are some of the key thoughts that you talk about? Well, one of the things that I do like to make clear, even at the beginning of the course, is that it's a 10-week course, Mm -hmm. but it is not a 10-week journey. It is a 10-week course that you're going to go through and you're going to learn principles, but you're going to have to keep coming back over. Because if you think about it and you're trying to create abundance in your physical health and like the first four parts of the course are abundance in food. So getting your relationship with food back in order, mm-hmm. abundance in your, you know, physical movement. So your fitness, mm-hmm. you know, trying to get that back in order. And yeah. then I have a whole chapter on what do we do to, to deal with our bodies when our bodies need support 
Do we turn to pharmaceuticals or do we use other things that are going to be potentially more supportive and less harmful to our bodies? And then even our physical appearance. So if you think of just those four things, never mind the mm-hmm. others, mm-hmm. to try to deal with all of that in four weeks is intense, right? Yeah, you yeah. could spend probably a year on each, each and every one of them. And so what I tell people is go through the 10 weeks, get an overview, and then go back and really, really dig in. So in, mm-hmm. in each of the, the chapters, I have a dig deeper section, you know, where you can go and you can you know, dig more into that topic and um, spend a bit more time. And then there's there's different levels of engagement depending on where you're at. So this is a 10-week course, but like I said, it's, it's really about our overhaul of your life. And this is what I'm sharing in this course is what I've learned over the past 25 years. You know, wow. it, yeah. it was really my reflections on the fact that here I am in my 50th year and I have more abundance in my physical, mental, emotional health and my relationships and my spiritual health and my financial health than ever before. And what is it? What is it that I did that created this? And that's that's the, where the course came from. Yeah, yeah. I really, I really love this. You're on this mission and I really love this holistic approach right so physical emotional financial spiritual so this is really really great and i wanted to ask you about where can people learn more about the course and learn more about you where can people go yeah for information on the course you can go to kimm.me me slash lma and lma stands for life more abundantly so kimm.me slash lma And that will give them information about the course um, specifically. And then if they want to get information about what I do and about my business and, you know, some of the other fun things that I get to be part of, then they can go to uh, KimberlyMalusis.com. So that's K-I-M-B-E-R-L-E-Y-M-I-L-O-U-S-I-S.com. And for your listeners, we've created a... A coupon code and that will give them 20% off the course and then if they decide that they want to connect with me for the um, for anything else in terms of like my natural health products they would get 20% bonus with that coupon as well wow that's amazing and so they can use the discount code mindset horizon right in one word mindset horizon and people will find these links in the show notes so um, on our website, mindsethorizon.com, mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast. And I always ask my guests about book recommendations. I don't know if you have something in mind that you would recommend to the listeners, uh, maybe, you know, mindset, business, psychology, spiritual, any kind of books that had a huge impact on your life. Yeah, there's a lot. Um, I think, I mean, and I guess, you know, there's, depending on the category, there's a lot of great recommendations, but I say for mindset, the ones that I would say, number one is, um, I recommend for all of my team to read, it's called The Slight Edge. You probably know about it by Jeff Mm -hmm. Olson. Um, So that is something that I considered required reading for all of my team members so that they understand where success actually comes from. It's just the, uh, the little things that you do every day. The yeah. second book, which is um, so transformational, is a book called Switch on Your Brain, The Key to Peak Happiness, Thinking, and Health by Dr. Caroline Leaf. 
So she wow. is a neurosurgeon and wow. she is absolutely brilliant and gives you very, very practical ways to literally shift your thinking and mm -hmm. to transform how your brain will actually look from a physical perspective. Like if you were to scan your brain, it would literally change the whole way your brain looks because yeah. of changing your thinking. So she's got a great book mm -hmm. um, and, and a whole podcast and lots of information there. And then, of course, my my number one book that I go to every single day is the Bible. And so um, that's where I get all of my solid thinking and all of my um, all the things that keep me sane, frankly. Yeah, it's it's so amazing. Thank you so much for sharing these incredible books. So you're not the one who shares the Bible or recommends the Bible as one of the books, which is which is great. So You know, I have it at home, but sometimes it's just a little bit uh, difficult to read compared to other books uh, when it comes to the language, you know, so, but it's great. And uh, my last question, Kimberly, is what is your mission or where are you heading? What are some of your focuses for the future? Yeah, that's such a great question. You know, I had to go through a little bit of soul searching at the end of last year. Um, and the reason for that is because I'm at a place in my business where really from an income perspective, we're doing okay, right? Like we really are. Do I really need to keep pushing in my business? Do I really need to keep growing it? Um, I technically could just take a rest and, and do no more. And what I've created already will sustain us yeah. for quite some time. Wow. But as I started to think about it, the more I thought, I realized that I'm no longer doing this just for income. I mean, the income I'm grateful for. And like I said, I'm going to steward what I have. But I'm doing this because um, when I think of all the customers' lives that have been changed by introducing them to the products I have, and when I think of all the team members whose lives have been literally transformed by the uh, mindset change, the growth and leadership and the income that they are able to create from their own homes, Um, then I just can't stay quiet. And wow. so just recently in the past three weeks, I've actually um, partnered with four new people and I'm training them up to do what I do because I mm -hmm. want to continue this. I want to give other people the chance to create what I've created and even beyond. So I'm recommitted to grow my business more than ever before. But then The other side of that is I still want to get this message of abundance out there. I, I believe mm -hmm. in it. I believe that that was a message that I put down into course form. I'm probably going to turn it into a book form for people who don't want to do a 10-week course and just want kind of a summary version of it. But yeah. that's that's a huge part of what my future holds as well. Wow. It is so beautiful. And uh totally resonates with me, you know, empowering others and supporting others to, yeah, especially in your case, experience the same that you, you had abundance and abundance mindset. Thank you so much for, for coming on the show. I really enjoy this conversation. Oh, it's been my pleasure. What is up, Mindset Nation? Thank you so much for listening. And I really hope this episode's been highly valuable to you. And if so, please make sure to spread the word and share this episode with your friends. We are on a mission to build this community of Mindset Nation. So please make sure to go to iTunes, go to Stitcher and support us by rating and reviewing the show. And don't forget to subscribe as well. 
For more information about Minds at Horizon, simply visit our website, mindsathorizon.com, and sign up to our weekly newsletter to get the latest information about new episodes, Mindset Transforming freebies, tips, and insights. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram, leave us a message, we'd love to get in touch with you and hear more about you. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Take care and be limitless, my friends. <laughs>